0: You're listening to AIB Market Talk with our latest financial market update. Hi and welcome to our monthly podcast covering the latest releases of the AIB-sponsored Irish Manufacturing and Services PMIs. I'm Paul Ward from our Treasury unit and joining me in this podcast is our Chief Economist, Oliver Mangan. Good morning, Ollie. Morning, Paul. If I can start with the Irish Manufacturing PMI data... Um, and to use your word, Ali, uh, the PMI for April surged to sixty point eight, which is a record high, of it, I believe. Can you bring us through the April figure?
1: Yeah, well, it certainly was a very, very strong report. It came in at a you know an all time high, and when you go down through the sub components of the report, you know orders, employment. Input cost expectations, they were either at record highs or very, very close to it. So, it, overall, it's it's a very, very strong report. Now, I have to say that's a very high figure. Anything above 50 is is, is into expansion territory. Yeah. So, anything above 60 are into sort of boom territory. But we're not alone in that regard. I mean, the, the, the preliminary data we got from the UK, the Eurozone, the US, just to, to, for comparison, are very similar. They're 60.7, 63.3 and 60.6. So what we see is Irish manufacturing here is participating in a worldwide rebound in the sector. Uh, And when you delve down through the sum components, as I say, your output growth accelerated very sharply. That reflects rising demand. And that fed through into a marked pickup in new orders. And um, export orders, for example, rose at their second quickest pace in over three years. Uh, And that all then translates into a a rising backlog of unfulfilled orders. even though production picked up, the rise in orders was so strong that we saw a rise in in backlogs. And it also translates into the seventh consecutive monthly increase in employment. So they're all strong indicators of, you know, very strong conditions in the manufacturing sector. Now, on the downside, we have to say supply chains remain under a lot of pressure and we're just seeing longer delivery times. There's a number of factors that work there. Obviously, the new customs arrangements with the UK are leading to delays at ports and what have you. We even saw the Suez Canal be mentioned in terms of delaying the arrival of inputs. There's a global raw, raw material shortages. So when you combine that with, a, with the pickup demand, you're probably not going to, to be surprised when I say to you, there's a lot of evidence of rising inflation pressures. In fact, the input prices, what they, you know what the manufacturers pay for their inputs and raw materials, they rose at their fastest pace in 10 years. But the good news for manufacturers is that they're passing it on in terms of higher p- price increases. Output prices rose at a very, very strong level as well. Uh, and then when we look down the road, you know, the, the final question in the survey is where do you think things are going over the next twelve months? It's a sort of confidence level or sentiment level. Yeah. And that index actually reached an all-time high as well because firms widely believe, you know, that, that the 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 vaccination program will allow for a full reopening of economies and provide, you know. A, a continuum fill up to business activity. So overall this is a very strong survey. But I mean we've been through a through a difficult year here and um there's a lot of stimulus in the system, be it monetary, be it fiscal, here and elsewhere. Uh, and it ties in with what we're seeing from the global forecast and the IMF and the OSD, talking about a you know a strong recovery underway. We're a very open economy, especially the manufacturing sector, and there's clear signs that we're you know we're benefiting from that.
0: And and Oli, if I just bring in, because that, that's all very positive in relation to the manufacturing side, but if I just mention the services side for a second. Um, so the the April reading points to an acceleration of growth in the sector, uh, and we've seen it uh, going up to 57.7. That's up from 54.6 in March, albeit there was some very depressed levels, obviously, earlier in the year. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's probably a similar message you're going to give here, but you might just talk us through it.
1: Well, it's similar message, but it's coming off a lower base. So I, I think, you know, we, we've had a run now of, of very strong numbers on the manufacturing side. It's only now we're seeing stronger stronger data on the uh, on the service side. And what these indices measures they don't tell you the level of activity. It tells you what's happening from month to month. Is it static? Yeah. Is it improving? Is it contracting? Uh, what we're seeing is improving business conditions in the services sector, but not a return to normal operating levels. So let's be clear on that. But uh, obviously we have to try and pick up from somewhere and what we saw in March and particularly the April survey is an improvement in, in business conditions and um, what we're seeing again is a pickup in new orders including export orders yeah. uh, as market activity picks up as the COVID restrictions are relaxed uh, particularly overseas but also we're, we're starting to see that here as well and again, like on the manufacturing side, you know, the, the pickup in activity, the pickup on orders, that's generating uh, a rise in the volume of outstanding work, or again, order backlogs. And as on the manufacturing side as well, we're beginning to see an expansion in employment. Now, whereas employment and manufacturing has been expanding over the last six or seven months, yeah. it's only in the last two months. We've had a year of contracting employment in the services sector, but yeah. over the last two months, it's beginning to increase, which is a very positive development. And- the services survey as well, it, it covers a number of sector, sectors. It covers four in total. Now, it doesn't cover retail, but it covers the other major services. So you think of financial services, business services, but also that transport, tourism, and leisure sector, which is really hard hit by the the lockdowns, the multiple lockdowns.
0: And I wanted to ask you just on that, because I had I had something mentioned on my own notes here just about the transport, tourism and leisure, uh, because we know how severely impacted they have been by the pandemic. And we've spoken about it on this podcast before. Just in terms of the recent announcements for the governments, and I know in terms of, say, maybe in terms of tourism and leisure, it may be July or August before we get a sense, but I assume that these particular sectors are going to take uh, a lot of positives out of the recent announcements.
1: Yeah, well, I think it's fair to say for, for, it'll start to open up really in, in June, you know, the hotels, outdoor dining, et cetera. And then hopefully, uh, again, I mean, the government is promising that it can fully commit to reopening in July and August. If if, if the numbers remain good, obviously a broader reopening of the sector is on the cards. And that now we're looking very much at a domestic tourism season here again, but that should lay the groundwork. There's signs of stabilisation in that sector. There's been a pickup of new business, but really it requires a further reopening of the economy before it really catches fire. And again, it's coming off a low base. Um, So there are early signs that business conditions are beginning to pick up, but I'd say it's a long way from returning to normal. But again, when you look at the survey uh, on the 12-month outlook, right? Yep. Again, now, it, it, the index hit a three-year high. So I think firms in the services sectors are increasingly optimistic that we will see this lifting of restrictions. And that, that will, on a 12-month view, a six to 12-month view, that that will trigger a strong rebound in business activity.
0: That's great, Ollie. And look, last question for you. What do the PMIs collectively tell us about the state of the Irish economy at present?
1: What they're telling us is, and, and the IMF and the OECD have been saying this: it's a multi-speed recovery, both between between countries, but also within sectors in, in economies. And what we're seeing here is what we're seeing elsewhere: the manufacturing sector is leading the recovery, uh, yeah, followed by construction, which is yeah. opened up, and services are coming into right. into play as well, and you know. I would expect that we would see. Uh, we're seeing the US already in terms of data; they, they've largely opened up. By the yeah. second half of this year, we could, we should see a very strong rebound in economic activity here in Ireland. And the these indices, which are seen as lead indicators of activity, you yeah. know, because that the orders, right, expectations, those sort of factors, which lead lead activity, they're, they're consistent with that message that we will see a strong recovery. Uh, in the economy, as it opens up, uh, it's, beginning to, it's beginning to build momentum, but really should start to fire in all cylinders, all cylinders over the second half of the year and indeed into 20, 2022. Remember, there's more fiscal stimulus in the pipeline. Household savings have built to very high levels. They're going to be run down. So there's plenty of fuel there you know, to, to yeah. fire the recovery and activity over the next 12 to 18 months.
0: Excellent. Uh, Ali, as always, thanks for your time. Uh, and thank you to all our customers and listeners for joining us today. Stay close to all the latest podcasts by pressing subscribe button to AIB's Market Talk wherever you get your podcasts. For those customers impacted by the pandemic, you can find details of AIB support packages at www.aib.ie forward slash COVID-19. Many thanks. Thanks for listening to the latest edition of AIB Market Talk. Allied Irish Banks PLC is regulated by the Central Bank of Ireland. First Trust Bank is a trademark of AIB Group UK PLC. Authorised by the Prudential Regulation Authority and regulated by the Financial Conduct Authority and the Prudential Regulation Authority. Allied Irish Bank GB and Allied Irish Bank GB Savings Direct are trademarks used under licence by AIB Group UK PLC. Authorised by the Prudential Regulation Authority and regulated by the Financial Conduct Authority and the Prudential Regulation Authority.